The 17th anniversary of the L.A. Lloyd Rock countdown July 4th weekend. And I can't think of anyone bigger or better to hang out with me as my guest co-host and the man right here, Lars Ulrich. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Right back at you. Well, thank you, man. You know, as I was driving to this interview today, the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, I see another band who's on the marquee playing here later in the year, which is Guns N' Roses. And I immediately reflected back to October of 92, where I saw you guys and Guns N' Roses play the same night at the Rose Bowl in front of a 100. 10,000 people. It's so surreal to be here with you 25 years later, man, talking about that night and, and simply interviewing you, man. So we've been doing the same thing a long time and uh, something to be said about that longevity, right? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> listen, I mean, it's great that we're out here uh, doing well, kicking ass. It's great that people keep showing up. Obviously, we're very appreciative about that and thankful. Um, great how many, um, kind of look out into the audience see a lot of young kids it feels like i just did uh, my first meet and greet of the day and half of the meet and greet uh it was their first time seeing us tonight so that's you know there's still this revolving door about yeah. you know people and younger kids coming in to experience metallica for the first time and like you said guns and roses have been out here kicking ass for the last uh, year or so yeah. and they're doing obviously well and honestly are a part of the reason that we're in the stadiums you know they had such a great summer last year and we did a one-off in minneapolis and a one-off in san francisco last year and mm -hmm. we thought if guns were rocking the stadiums maybe we should um go out there and give it a shot we haven't done a stadium run in america in in some time yeah. so it's it's fun to be back out here and and doing this and it's amazing that uh, people still show up it's truly incredible i hope you've had a chance to see the metallica stadium show it is crazy amazing our 17th anniversary celebration with metallica co-hosting today it's lars here and it's so great to see how you guys continue to get those new young fans that appreciate your music with the release of each album but what do you think is the appeal of that teenage kid who listens to your music for the first time in 2017 compared to uh, the teen who discovered your music back in the 80s there's one thing i've learned uh, traveling all over and meeting different people is everybody's got a different story and everybody's yeah. got a different relationship to Metallica a different relationship to the music and you know you can't you can't single out one experience mm -hmm. uh, and and one type of of personality or one type of um, of fan you know uh, now traveling all over the world and 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 the globalization and the way you know, media, news, uh, travels, and everything's so instant. Everybody's got access to the same information at the same time, right. and everybody gets something different out of it. You know, 20, 30 years ago, when you went to different countries, it was kind of different cultures, different experiences, different everything. And so it, I've kind of given up on trying to intellectualize the stereotypical fan. Lars Ulrich from Metallica helping us celebrate today. And even with all the success, just on this current stadium tour, you still seem very humbled that Metallica remains as force in rock and roll and its music is just as relevant today as it was when you first started so many years ago. I'd say probably you started off by saying that, um, you know, I think the biggest, the, the craziest thing about saying sort of 25 years later is just the fact that we're actually still here. Yeah. Uh, that uh, you know that Guns N' Roses and Metallica out playing in 2017 playing stadiums yeah. playing you know the biggest places and that people show up and the music has found a way to remain uh, timeless to still have a relevance to it if you had 
if you and I were sitting here in 1992 saying, I'm going to be interviewing you in, you know, 2017, 25 years from now, I'd be going, oh, yeah, yeah. sure you will be. Yeah. Uh, I'll be, you know, sleeping under a bench somewhere, right. you know, and, and, you know, we're still here. And yeah. that's kind of the craziest thing of all of it that sort of supersedes almost anything else. I got to tell you, I'm just sitting here just thinking how surreal it all is, man. It's It's been a while, and thank goodness we're still rolling on. Lars Ulrich, for any band that started over 25 years ago, to still get crowds as large as Metallica is truly amazing because, you know, the consumer has so many choices on how to get the music they love. Music plays a different role in a lot of people's lives. There's many more choices. Music is now something that maybe is more part of... of of you know more like a background you mm-hmm. know to, you know to or becomes a soundtrack to experiences where 25 years ago you would sit down you'd listen to the records you would kind of have a more um intimate or or or, or 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 direct relationship with music but i think one has to be careful to not always talk about you know the good old days yeah, right people listen to vinyl and people right. cared more because yeah. you know i got a 16 year old you know a couple of rooms down the hall and he's as into music in his own way mm-hmm. as i was uh 30x years ago yeah. in my own way so but i don't think either experience is 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 like it's not like you should rank them vertically and say you know it was better then than it is now or you know it was more real back then i think you have to be careful with with sort of too much glamorizing the past, you know. I had to ask you about this being knighted in your in your native country of Denmark. What what happened there? <laughs> okay, a couple things here. Let's 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 get a couple things straight here. I don't know if I needed to approach yeah. that serious oh, yeah, or yeah, lightly yeah, yeah. there, Lars. Okay. First of all <laughs> just first of all, like this whole May twenty sixth thing, I have no idea what that means. I I walked into it there were I walked into an event on Monday with a bunch of Danish people and um, uh, the Crown Prince Frederick uh, was there and um, I've known him for a long time. He's a great guy and a lot of very cool Danish people were there. I did not know this was going to happen. Oh, okay. And so um, there was a speech before dessert where all of a sudden this whole thing took place. It was kind of crazy. It was beyond... Uh, obviously cool but um the whole thing is somebody else asked me earlier about may and somebody else it's you gotta just remember one thing okay this is denmark yeah okay and denmark is very casual very easy and this is a great honor in denmark but most people know this through the eyes of the english and swords and kneeling in front of the queen and all this this is a dinner party that was held in the kitchen of a restaurant in the greater San Francisco area. And, um, you know, I had jeans on. And um, the Crown Prince, as you can see in the photo, had a jean jacket on. Yeah, he did. This is a, jean jacket on. This is as, as Danish, as a, informal as it gets, <laughs> which still is very cool. But uh, the, the Danish version of this, it, there was no sir involved. But I'm happy to play along with the joke. Absolutely. Uh, but obviously, and I am proud uh, to obviously have accomplished, you know, if you think about, you know, 
a rock and roll drummer, uh, you know, getting that kind of accolade mm-hmm. uh, in a country, you know, like Denmark is an amazing thing. Yeah. But uh, you can call my dad, sir, if you ever meet him. I and will. You can just keep calling me Lars. Lars hanging out with us. I know there's so many things on the schedule each day while you're out here on the road outside of doing these amazing interviews with yours truly. Uh, <laughs> what do you consider the best part overall for the uh, the entire day? Speaking at least for myself, uh the best part of the day are the meet and greets and being up on stage. Um, and of course, listen, there's some days, you know, some days you sleep better than others. You know, I'm 52 years old. You yeah. know, it's all a bit of a grind and mm-hmm. there's, you know, it, it comes dangerously close to um, almost like a sports team. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a couple of guys stretching us and we've got, you know, we got to warm up and I go for a run and there's a treadmill and, you know, all this stuff. But, you know, it's like I... I'm up there and and I'm pretty sure I almost hit as hard as I can every night and at least my arms you know after two hours and five or ten minutes or whatever feel like that so um it's uh you know you just give it the best you can and I don't know how you do it I've seen the show it is freaking off the map so good you know people in general have a lot of differences in their marriage their own lives as they get older so with that said, what is the big differences in Metallica today compared to when you guys first started? And, you know, a lot more cash cannot be used as the answer. The main thing that's different within the band now is compared to 20 years ago when we would come off stage, we would sit and, like, argue with each other. You screwed this part up. What happened there in this song? What do you, why do you concentrate? Why do you drink so much? Or you know? And nowadays, if we come off stage and somebody has gone you know haywire or whatever now we sit there and more like laugh about it yeah wasn't it kind of funny when <laughs> you left out the third chorus <laughs> ha, ha, ha. uh so we try to have a more human approach to it right. now you know we sort of came to the conclusion i guess a little while ago that there are songs and so technically we can't actually screw them up because there are songs right that's right so that's if you at look it. at it like that <laughs> technically we can alter them yeah we made a slight modification to that particular song earlier in the set, but other people could screw them up. But you know, we can just modify them That's at right. our own will. You own them exactly. There you go. <laughs> a few years ago, I interviewed Kirk, your guitarist, and he told me how his personality comes through his guitar of what he was feeling emotionally, be it angry or sad or even happy. Now, I know it's a little different for a drummer. I would think so, just because it's a more aggressive instrument, right? Um. That's a great question. Uh, you know, it's hard. It's hard to have a time when you're playing music in front of fifty-two thousand people or whatever. I mean, then you should maybe like somebody says you should check yourself. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, listen, we're all human, and you have good days and you have not so good days. You know, coming down to the show, I've done my meet and greet. We do a lot of make a wish. Uh, uh, you know, hang with Make a Wish Kids, which is, I, I mean, talk about putting things in perspective, and and you know, brightening your day, meeting all these brave young warriors who are battling, you know, cancer and other mm-hmm. just crap, and sitting there talking about how Metallica has played a huge role in their lives, mm-hmm. in their you know, in their uh, journeys, um, and then going up on stage. 40,000, 50,000, 60,000 people. Um, you gotta, I mean, you gotta be pretty emotionally 
restrained if that doesn't move you exactly i mean i was moving the entire show for like two and a half hours non-stop you guys move me what an incredible live show for metallica and i am so excited to have you here to help me celebrate the 17th anniversary of the rock countdown we've got lars ulrich hanging out and here it is another rock star wanting to be a dj man what's going on with that but you are hosting a radio show on apple music's beats one called it's electric so let's talk about that hey listen it's a lot of fun i mean Zane, who runs kind of Beats One um, over at Apple Music now, is a great friend. Okay. Kiwi guy from back in the MTV days mm-hmm. and in the BBC days. And we've kind of remained in touch over the years. And, and I, I took, I, I, I guessed, I guess I, I got a guest DJ or guest hosted a show when he went on vacation six mm-hmm. months ago, eight months ago. And when I came back, he goes, You did really well and everybody loved it. You want your own show. Wow. I was like, of course I do. I mean, <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's yeah. like, reminds me of the old, back in San Francisco in, in the um, early 80s when we moved to San Francisco, when we moved up there, there was this whole thing called Rampage Radio at one of the local colleges. Okay. And everybody would just sit around, drink, play, you know, Merciful Fate demos and, you know, whatever, crazy Iron Maiden stuff or whatever. Yeah. And, and it was like a great time, totally unscripted and and you know chaotic and, and impulsive and that's the kind of energy i try to bring into the show with just some newer bands that's turning me on and trying to obviously you know uh i mean i could sit and spin acdc records all day but a lot of people have heard all those yeah, acdc right. records so trying to find new music that moves me and that i'm passionate about and can share how the heck are you able to do a radio show every week and and be on tour too Listen, we're just getting started i mean i'm what six eight episodes mm-hmm. into this yeah. uh they want me to keep doing this on a weekly basis. We've got lots of good ideas. Start interviewing this week's episode. I'm interviewing Royal Blood, who have a new record. Uh, and so there's lots of kind of cool stuff like that happening. But it's um, it's a great opportunity to just to... I love any kind of a creative endeavor, undertaking that's different than uh, the, what you kind of get into unknown territory and, right. and deal with different dynamics and different people so for me it's it's a lot of fun and they come and tape it wherever i am and it's easy we pick some songs and we have some fun oh man it couldn't get much better especially with lars here at our side helping us celebrate the 17th anniversary man it has been quite the honor to have you back there lars thank you for having me nice to see you again and where we're we going to meet 25 years from now i don't know maybe back in la again you never All right, know. Then. good to see you